Yes, that's right. It's that time of the week. It's the Mitch and Bird Show. Let's get this thing started. Righto, Bird. Episode two. Thought it was just you and me running this show. But uh, it turns out that we have a bit of a following. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable, isn't it? It was just meant to be you and me having a chat about our lives. Um, some people have jumped on. I'm just going to run through the stats from episode one, which I must say was an absolute disgrace. <laughs> Hell, it's, uh, we're all about self-improvement, aren't we? So, well, That's what we are about. <laughs> you start at rock bottom, you can only go up. Correct. Now, Correct. we've got... We do have an employee now. What is her name? Yeah, we've welcomed a bisky to the team, haven't we? Um, so after last week's performance, we, we, we really do need someone beyond the glass edited and editing out a few of our things. So let's just hope tonight we don't give her a lot of work. <laughs> Amy. Oh, we're we're going to give her a lot of work. <laughs> it's just a matter of we can give her some half-decent content. But... Uh, Anyway, she's behind the glass. Welcome aboard, Bestie. Good to have you there. One day we might give her a Michael a microphone, but uh, for now, it's going to remain silent in the background. Stats for episode one. They're in hot. We have a massive audience of 13. That's, that's a great number, though. That's a great start. We can only go up from there, really. Thursday was their biggest night. Thursday was huge. The really, most of our listeners were on a Thursday. Hmm, interesting that one, isn't it? What happens on a Thursday? I got maybe everyone's doing fuck all and they're just sitting at home playing with themselves. I've got no idea. Um, what do you think? Geographic location of our listeners. <laughs> well, this could be interesting here. Oh, you're, oh, I haven't seen the stats, so um, I'm. I'm all ears at the moment. This is exciting for me. I'll just throw it in. It's not. It's. I thought it'd be all Australian, but we got 92 percent Australian, and we're running eight percent from the states. Wow! Now that's 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 exciting news because the states, the bit going on over in the states at the moment. So uh, that's that's good to hear that they're they're listening into us. Just remember how bad that first episode was. What are they thinking? What are they thinking? <laughs> well, so just out, we are... out of their politics going, mate. That's probably what they're thinking. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> they love a good impeachment, but we're not even going to go into American politics because that just gives me the shits. But we are live on six different platforms. So we're running live on Anchor, naturally. We're running live on Breaker. Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. So for us, Spotify, we are killing it on Spotify, actually. 80% of listeners are coming in hot from Spotify. Great company, great company. We can run with them any day of the week. Now, this is what may blow your mind. I'm going to run with gender by, what do you think? We're running gender. Oh, geez, this could be, oh, it's got to be, oh, well, first show, 13, let's say 60 male, 40 female. 83% female. Whoa, Jesus. They must have liked our cover photo. I don't know. 
<laughs> well, that's just you, sunburnt to Scheisenhausen <laughs> on the Serrano Sailing Club lawn, loving life. <laughs> just kicking back, eh? Kicking back in the good right, time. Right, now, age demographic, um, most of the 83%, 35 to 44. So that's us. Yeah, that's what, yeah, exciting, exciting times. The other 17% are 18 to 22. We've got some young listeners rolling in. Oh, beautiful. Keep yeah. them coming. Keep them coming. We've got, like I said, we've got plenty to give and plenty of life lessons out there. So the young ones, get on board. Get on board. <laughs> yeah, don't take it to heart, but you can have a listen. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm going to move on. How has your week been, Bert? Oh, geez. Uh been a hectic week, to tell you the truth. Uh, very, very busy, put it that way. Um, work, up. family, what are we running? Oh, work, family, just everything. It's just been, uh, you know, got a bit going on up up my neck of the woods, mate. Um, so, Tongala. Yeah. yeah, Tongala. I've got to be um, trying to get, trying to do me farm up at this stage and wheeling and dealing, trying to make money, keeping your boss happy. Well, yeah. that's the hard thing because you, you you're at home on the farm, yet that's not making money all year round. You've already you've already cut everything down and sold all that off, so you have to go and have a you got a you got a wage to make somewhere else, don't you? Yeah, yeah, correct. You're correct there. So, and then you know that's the joy of uh, living living as a forty year old, as we said uh, we spoke about last week. You got kids to think about too, and your you, precious time. I, I see it as time. You don't get much time with them, so you got to spend as much time with them as you can before they grow old and get take away. So, dealing with that too, mate, it's all all a, all turns into a big busy week for you. Yeah. Well, that's why we're here. It's the whole after last year's debacle. You and I did struggle through twenty twenty mentally, so we did come together and thought uh, we're best to talk out our problems, cousin to cousin. We do get along, but moving forward. We're just we're gonna go with positive thoughts because 2020 was a fucking shocker. You got to, I think you really do, and um, you know that's one. I've I got more to talk about it a bit later on with a few things, but um, how anyway? What well, enough about me, mate? How's your week been anyway? Oh well, the lead-in was how bad last year was. Well, this year I well last year I quit my job. It was a really good, high-paying site manager role in the city, but it, it consumed all my life. It really did. The amount of time I spent, what was it? I spent some ridiculous hours in my car, three to four hours a day, just commuting to shithole Melbourne and back again. Apologies to the Melbourne listeners, but I'm on the peninsula and uh, I'm here for a reason. Life is good down here. So anyway, I quit my job. I start up with a mate. And he's a really good mate. And I found out, I started with him on Monday. He's a really good boss. I am on cloud nine this week. Uh, I can't believe my luck, to be honest. This is how, you know, when people go, if you like what you do, you'll never work another day in your life. Yeah, I, I do hear that. Yeah. that's. A... I understand what that means now. Well, I never understood. I never understood. Oh, I'm happy. I'm happy for you at the moment, mate. I am happy for you. Um... Well, just to give you the rundown. I've sold my two cars. I don't 
Miss has got the car. She's run the Kluger. Everyone knows from last week the Kluger was heavily <laughs> brought heavily. into that hey, episode. Can I cut you off there? We 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 spoke. Head did 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 Tong did me mate Tong end up buying one of those cars? Come on, let us let the let the thirteen viewers from last week in on the bet we had. Was Tong the buyer? Tell me. <laughs> oh, I'm going to say I won the bet because Tong was the buyer. She drove down an hour and 40 on <laughs> she drove down an hour and 40 with her brother on the sunday i actually steam cleaned the car i made it look immaculate right they rock up we go for a quick test drive i brought my oldest with me just to teach him a lesson of you know bilingual language and and uh what a test drive involves we get back i was asking seven large we negotiate and they're complaining about a bit of a mark on the front, which I didn't do. And I'm like, all right, six and a half. They accepted that. And I just said, Roadworthy Ooh. is coming. I dropped 500 and I said, Roadworthy is coming. I just give me Monday, Tuesday, all good. Anyway, Sunday night comes and I just get a text from Tong. Um, Sorry, but my brother said, we're going to not buy it, move on to something else. Good luck with selling the vehicle. Yeah, very well. You haven't sold it. Oh, you sold something I was else, right. did you? Not yet. I was absolutely rapeable, but then I pulled myself back and said well, no. I'd just like to correct you then because you said uh, I lost the bet. I think I won the bet. I, I, Technically, but no, but in saying that, I'll be fair to you. I'll, I'll be fair to you. Uh, I did say Tong would turn up and offer you five grand cash. So yeah. we'll just let that one slide, eh? But there's a well, life lesson for you, isn't it? Life lesson yeah, sa- yeah. salesman. Have it ready have, to go on the day. You're 100% right, Bird. You're 100%. They would have given me six and a half folding right there and then. Mm, yep. So, anyway, turns out they fucked up because I went and got a uh, Roadworthy on it. And apparently, it's the first car that never needed anything done on its Roadworthy. I'm $80 out of pocket for this Roadworthy. So. Oh, good luck to the next person. Good luck to the next person. Anyway, going back to my boss, fucking legend. He's given me multiple work vehicles. I can either run the Ford Ute or the Toyota Hilux extended van, whatever I want. He's given me a credit card. He pays me to drive to work, and I'm not allowed to buy my lunch. The company credit card pays for that. And then it's a mandatory six-pack on the way home, split between two people, naturally. Wow. So, I'm hoping mate, I'm on... <laughs> Hey, fuck, is there a job there for me? This sounds You bloody, would love it. It sounds you would love bloody it. delicious. All the stuff that we sell on uh, Gumtree and whatever, we just split it 50-50. Oh. It's unbelievable. My wallet has never had this much cash in it. This is week one. Wow. I'm... I'm bloody ecstatic for you to tell you the the truth, Mitch. Well deserved, yeah. Let's just hope it carries on and keeps going this way for you. The guy's too nice. Exactly. I'm I'm, I'm with him all the way. I'm not going anywhere. Mm. We just I've just told him extend this. Your business is fantastic. We're we're upgrading. We're taking on more, and it's going to be fantastic. Anyway, I heard you uh, crack something earlier. What were you drinking? Tonight, yeah, it's no, Friday. I, I, it's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. It's it's the Mitch and Bird show. Drink, I'm drink. You know, I, I love my, I love my Conor McGregor. I love his. I'm on a proper twelve again. 
But tonight I've decided I'm mixing it up differently. The best thing about proper 12, it goes with so much. So tonight's drink is a little uh, 100ml glass, half filled with ice. you got to put um, half fill it with proper 12, throw in some soda water, and then a dash of this, these drinks. you got to listen to the ingredients. I'm throwing in a dash of Bickford's Juice Cordial, which you can buy in any supermarket. Um, pink grapefruit flavour. Oh, I'll tell you what, might sound a bit fruity and a bit girly, but bloody delicious. That's me. That's well, me. Drink, think... That's me. Drink. <laughs> that's a drink of the week for Bird. That's well, me. Drink tonight. Yeah, proper, proper twelve. Absolutely love it. Great. Stuff. We must be getting soft in our age because. Um... I'm a bit. Em- I was a bit embarrassed to say what I'm drinking right now, but uh, after you said yours was a bit fruity, we're running the full fruit catalogue here because, uh, as you know, I love a pale ale. I'm all over the local breweries down here. I could mention all of them, but I'm not going to because I'm on the seltzers now. So I love my vodka. It's good on the gut. I'm over forty. I just I could pound beer f- for Africa, but I'm going to be a fat fuck. So. I'm holding it in and I'm running a seltzers and tonight is a new one for me. It's called Moondog Fizzer. It was on special. And now this is Tropical Crush. (laughs) It's an alcoholic bubbly water with bursts of passion fruit, mango, orange and pineapple. Now, you know I'm not a sweet man, don't you? (laughs) It's it's sounding (laughs) delicious to tell you the truth. We're running <laughs> the, the small can, the 330 milliliter can. We're only smashing 104 calories, yet it's got 4% in it. And, uh, oh, my God, this thing is fucking to die for, I tell you right now. Um, uh, well, I think we'll have to uh, share a few of those one day because um, sound, they sound bloody delicious. They really do. Dan Murphy's by the slab on special. They really do. While I have a sip on this, have you got anything to talk about? Yeah, well, that's what. Um, yeah, I want to talk to you because I'm, I'm, uh, you know, leading off your week. What, how, how your week's been? I'm talking yeah. about in life because I've got to make decisions at the moment. Um, you know, right. changing jobs is what I sort of want to talk to you about because I need some advice. Of, I'm sort of in a job now. I'm not too, you know, I can't see it moving too far forward. Pays the bills, but that's just about it. Um, you know, it's consistent consistent hours away. You got to be there all the time. You're watched all the time. Um, they track in the vehicle. Oh yeah, look, that's that's what I'm saying. They know where you are. That's for your own safety. Look, I'll give them credit because it's a pretty no nah, bullshit. Sometimes, I'm sometimes bullshit on you, that. Um, could be in dangerous situations. So oh, get fucked. Um. I know that, but that's anyway. I can't fault them on that. That's just their priority. Safety's the number one thing in 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 their game. What I'm get, I'm asking advice, Mitch, because there's a job out there now. I've talked about. I've sat down with them. It's sort of my dream job, but you know I'm hesitant. I don't know why I'm hesitant. Um, the money's okay. I'm happy with all that. I've we've discussed that, but. My brain's telling me just just take your time with this decision, you know. Um, not don't rush into anything. Weigh up a few things because I'm forty years old, mate. Um, 
you got to make you know. You're 41. Oh, well, no, I'm 40 at the moment. I'm 41 this year. But, um, you know, that's what I'm saying. you got three. It's not just me I've got to think of. It's the family that you provide for and all that. It's, you know, it's. Uh, you're the breadwinner. You've got to think about a lot of things. And the pressure's on. You don't, you know, there's no handouts from where I'm up here with me. I do everything for myself. It's you know I've got I've got nothing getting handed down to me. So I take nah, these you got mortgage has to be paid. Yeah, the more, and I take these decisions very bloody serious, and they take they they honestly do take their toll on your on your uh, thinking and your stress. So um, well being, sleeping at night, just all those little things. Yeah. So um, but anyway, I'm I don't know why I'm hesitant. I just you know you. The best thing about it, I had, to, I had a good sit down with my. Um, you, you, you tell told the viewers last week how my oldest has got her head screwed on. You, you know, sit mm. down and have a honest adult conversation with one of your children. It's one of the best things you can do. Jesus, um, really? She's pretty much said, "Dad, it's your dream job. It's what you want to do in life. So do it." You know, mm. um, and that's that's the sort of support you want. Um, but it, yeah, family family backing you does help the decision. But I've got a few questions, to be honest. That's that's you what don't I'm even have to get them. This just, is what this is what I, I bring. That's why I brought it to the table with you, mate. And yeah. why we do it, why we're doing this, because you you bring back some stuff for me. I love it. Well, let's not. Don't sell me this job yet, because I'm just want to reflect on where you are now. You're a carpenter. Pretty, you're a very good carpenter. Give you that, and you're you're really in a retirement gig at the moment, so you're comfortable, but you're really not extending yourself at all. I don't know what the money's like, but to be given a work car, a lot of travel. Granted, you know what you're doing, but you know to go and do every job's different, so that you got that running for it. They're going to pay the bills. But really, it's the kind of job that you should be doing in about 10 or 15 years' time. Like five to 10 years before retirement is probably the job that you've got now is what you should be doing. So the new job, if that is your dream job, well, like I'm saying this week, it comes back, mate. If, if, if you're doing something you love, then, I, I mean, I've taken a pay cut for my joy job. So... You can make things work here. But just happiness is, is the biggest thing you can achieve. Ultimate happiness. So and if you if your daughter's telling you to go and do your dream job, well, I'm gonna find some I can't find a negative to be honest. And I don't even know what the job is or what it's paying. Like you don't have to talk about money, but tell me what the job is and then tell me the comparison of money week to yep. week. Well, that's it, mate. Like you know, um, we know that I'm I'm a chippy. We're a chip, we're chip. We're both chippies. But yeah, I am a chippy. But that's not my dream job. I never wanted to be a chippy. I'm glad I am a chippy. I built my own house. I've done that. But I I love being a farmer. I, Good skills to it have. Is. Good it's skills great. to have. But I love being a farmer. It's in, for some reason it's in my blood. That's what I want to do. I love my cows. Um, I just this job, this job is with the best farmers in the district. Like this, they are the best farmers around here. 
Goldwyn, um, district, number one. Great farmers do everything brilliantly. Um, so I was looking at it that way, but they are hard. They're good, hard workers. You know, put the pro on the con. I've got a job now. Exactly what you said that I should be doing in 15 years' time because I can cruise through and I can do it. I'm doing it easy. I am. I do it easy. Nah, push the boundaries now, mate. Push it. We're 40. Let's go hard for I'm 10, thinking, okay? but I've gone hard and I'm like, but, you know, and I think I am. My, my, oh, look, at the moment I'm sitting here leaning towards 80%, 20, 80% change in jobs. But, you know, it is that it's still what, a big what's decision. Holding you back? It's still a big decision. You can't. Well, hold on. What's holding you back? I just don't know. I really don't know. There's. No, nah, but there must be something going, I don't know, in that in that little paddock of I don't know, there must be a list of fucking things going on in your head. Like, what, what don't you know? I just, um, but Is it me, the unknown me, itself? You know, you know my history um, with life and I've grown up with a thing, you know, you know, people call it the black dog at times, but, um, you know, there's many names for it. So I've had a number of jobs. I'm sitting at a job now where I've got me, I still never worked. A, I've still never not worked a day in my life. That's that's the big one I have. I, I put my hat on. I've worked bloody hard. Mm. I've never. I'm not. A, I'm not a not a worker. You're not, a, not bludger, a bludger. That's 100%. the word I'm trying to say. No, no. You're one of the hardest working blokes I know. Um, Go on. And yeah. So, but you know, how much more have I got in me to do that? Um, but anyway, I don't know. I don't know. It's a decision. It's the. I don't know. It's anxiety. It's is is it the fact that. I have, mate. I've had a variety of jobs. What's the harm in pushing the button? Yeah, well, I, yeah, pushing the button. I pull the trigger. Um, What's the harm? What what can what can be the worst thing that can happen? I, yeah, yeah. We don't get along, and it doesn't work out. And I can probably, if I don't, if Go I don't back burn to the bridge, what I'm doing now, because I know, look, the job I'm doing now, people can't do it. They've turned over. They've turned think, over six. They have turned over six, six chippies on this job I'm doing now in the last bloody three years. So, looking mm. at that, you know, statistics, I could always go back to that job. So, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you my advice right now, and you can give it. You can take it or leave it. Whatever you want to do. But for me, I think we'll do the right thing by your current employer. And you go to them and you say, I've been offered the job of a lifetime. I love farming. I want to go and do this thing. I'm not sure if it'll work out or not, but I don't want to burn a bridge here. And just be totally upfront and honest and go, I've got to roll the dice on this thing. I've got to give it a go because my heart's telling me to do it. And you mention your heart and your soul and you want to do that. They will go, that is fine, bird. We're happy with that. Sad to see you go, but your job will still be here if you want to come back. If you go on a good note, you leave that door wide open. And then you go over to the new job, the new farmer, the number one Goulburn District farmer, and you see if that's going to work. You do your best. You work your fucking guts out and you show them that you are the man for the job. And then you see how it goes. And then fate will dictate where you go from there. And the worst case scenario would be in a month's time, you ring them up and go, this hasn't worked out. Something's gone wrong. Um, I'm 
willing to go back to you know what I'm good at, and um, you won't hear a peep out of me again. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I, I'm uh, a little bit pumped up, mate. You've got me nearly wanting to run through the fucking brick wall here. It, that's that's very good advice. <laughs> I'll give you I'll, I'll give you credits there. I'll give you credits there, Mitch. You uh, that's a great motivational speech, but you make some unbelievable points. Um, I'm fascinated with that. That's um, I'll, put that in the yeah, bank. No, I will. Put and that I'll, in the I think bank. you know that's that's why I love you know love talking to you, mate, because you you've given me inspiration and. To um, to make a decision, I think me, you know, you, next next you've chapter, me. bro. You've next trap, next chapter. You push me to something I think I can do because yeah, I believe in it. I can yep. do it. How you uh, how Fucking you traveling that's, anyway? That's, what are your thoughts thing. on things in this world? What's going on? Oh, mate. Well, awesome week. Knackered. New boss. To- touched on that, but um. For me, every Friday, my youngest son, we run in the under-10s cricket and uh, the missus takes him there because it's a 4.30 at the Sereno, uh, Sereno footy ground, well, footy oval, and uh, drops him at 4.30, sits in the car, looks at him, whatever, and it's cold down here tonight. It's real cold. I don't know where this, this weather's come from. She's sitting in the car. He's not warming up. Five o'clock there, under-10s game starts. And away they go. Now, um, I rock up uh, about 5.30 from work. And uh, it's a typical scene, to be honest. Um, I, I turn up with the esky uh, under one arm and the deck chair under the other. The Coleman, it's a beautiful deck chair. Fold her out, sit down there, crack a can. And, uh, and then I uh, pretty much get pissed off from there on because... Of the of the eleven, six are absolutely useless kids, which is pretty hard to take. And then five, one of my my boys, one of the five that actually are there to participate, do their best and watch cricket every night and just want to be who their idols are, you know, stars, players, whatever it will be. So then I'm sitting there, and the, and the coach is fucking useless. So I, you know, I coach footy and I'm pretty passionate. And this year, I'm the I'm the football operations manager as well as the under tens coach. Like I'm in deep, and I like doing that because you of all people know through your netball coaching and footy coaching that yeah, there is and, and literally cricket yeah. and cricket coaching. How many people are on the sideline doing absolutely fuck all versus the the three percent? I'm going to run three percent that are actually running this thing care about it and are passionate about it. So this coach to me is just making up the numbers because it's cricket. He's out there already. So he's in the middle of the field and Mac already complains about the training is just not extensive enough for him. You know what I mean? It's just the same old crap. So anyway, I'm copping that and I'm sitting there and the coach is not even like the field he sets is horrible, right? It's just, it's all, on the boundary in that, like you need two people up near the wicket just to take those and the overthrows, mate, you'd be horrified. They just overthrow, run, overthrow, it's, run. It could be three runs. Yeah, in overthrows. It's a tough one, but hang on. I'll just, I want to, I want to slow you up there for a sec. I just want to slow you up. We are I'm wound I'm up. Now, you are wound, wound up. up about it and, and I like it. Cause you know, 
me of all people and people that know me and know me well, I am a white line fever, very passionate about my sport. But we're winding back because it's under tens. And, yeah, I know. And, and I'm, getting you, I'm getting you. I'm getting you because oh, I didn't let my kid play under tens because I couldn't handle it. <laughs> so I'm here. <laughs> well, you. well, well you're helpful. <laughs> that was yeah. my 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 and and it's probably wrong to say it. They should you know want to play, but I said said to my young bloke, I can't deal with this. Um, you just play at home mm. with me. So I bought him his own. I bought a bowling machine. I bought I bought the thing and I trained him myself and I said, right, let's do this. Let's get your <laughs> technique right. There's no point worrying about playing with that crap. With uh, It's just, it is just a kick in the park. Kids You're not can't gonna... bowl, they can't bat, and they can't and run just between a, wickets. To me, These kids, it's a waste oh. of time. That's what my, think, my thoughts are. Uh, but There's nothing else. It's just a, a thing for kids to be able to do. At least, it, look, and then you got to look at it from that side of it, um, Mitch. You know, um, mm. they're out there doing it and running it because in a couple of years, the ones that are no good drop off and the ones that really want to do it kick on. Um, oh, but don't pair a spastic with a good kid. You know what I mean? Because they yeah, only get four I think, overs. I think what you got in this situation, you've got, Look, I know, I know you would love to be doing the job. I know it. I'm in the, I've been in the same situation. You just don't have the time to do it, though. You can't do everything. No. <laughs> um, and that's no. Footy's, and exactly, footy's hard and enough. That's what I'm getting. At. You can't, can't do everything. Yeah. But this dad's this summer dad's winter. Been, it's been lumped on him, hasn't it? He's the only one who can do it. Well, Matt come in late, you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't meant to play. And then all, he found out a couple of his good mates from school were, and then yeah. he's jumped on late. My wife signed him up. And, uh, and uh, you know, she's in half ass, but I'm, in, I'm, I'm fully in. As soon as, you know, as soon as one of my kids is in on a sport, I'm, I'm as deep as you get. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an Aussie tough, and I'm competitive. It's hard to bite it is. your so tongue. I'm, I'm sorry the... for cutting you off, but it's hard to bite your tongue. But you just got to, you got to, you got to learn. You just got to learn. My my advice to you with this is, you just got to learn to hold back and just and just have patience because it's he's under tens. He's going to move up the thing, but all you can do is just talk to him on the sideline and say, say to your young fella, do this, do this, do this. Long as you're doing things right, you're the leader. You show the others how it's done, um, and try and go that way. That's my advice in this situation because it's 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 very bloody hard. Trust me. That's why I, I couldn't do it. I honestly couldn't do it in at under tens level in cricket. I just had to walk away. <laughs> I'm there at four thirty if yeah. I make it in time, and I'm warming them up. You know, I've got them in a circle. Oh. I've got the bat in hand and. Smashing balls at him. Then I'm the the only dad in the nets with my son, swarming him up with the bat before he goes out there. I'm the self-proclaimed boundary <laughs> coach who's drinking seltzers in my camp chair. It can't go good. It is it's all one. bad. I, what do you do? I'm, I'm from my experience, I, I coach the under twelves the next level up, and the best thing, and I'll say this because. You know, if if, if 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 we do have more than thirteen viewers this week, um, if they're sitting here thinking yeah. that oh yeah, he's an overprotective <laughs> dad, 
or over over this. It's not. I love coaching my under twelves in cricket, and I love the dads who would come down and they'd take their their boy was next to bat. I love the dads who would take their boy away and throw him a few balls, try and get him ready, and have involvement in their Fuck game. Yeah. There's nothing better than seeing a dad with his son at cricket or football and giving their son a bit of time. As a coach, for me personally, I love that and I let that happen. I didn't try and override them, not at under 10s, not at under 12s. Let the dads have a bit of a say in their kid's life. Let them, let them in, have a bit of dad and son time because it's brilliant for them. And the mums, oh. if they want to do it, like yep. there's mums down there, they're cracking the shardies yep. and that, no, whatever. No, more than any, any – I can't encourage it enough. I really can't. Coming from the coaching point of mm. view of, like I said, the experience I've got, I was an under-12s coach and there's a fair chance I'll probably be an under-14s coach in the, the next in the next year. So, um, yeah. All good, mate. I'm loving it. I reckon yeah. – Right, let's let's move on because otherwise the beastie's going to be getting a <laughs> shit out of this because we're already at 32 minutes and uh, we're going to run with on this day, 15th of January. What has influenced us? I'm going to go. I'm going to start it off with last the first episode. I had a bit of a moan about Davy Warner. Um, it was the third test. You tried to explain the groin injury. I wasn't having any of it. Because he's a first grade cricketer, and if he's not one hundred percent fit, he shouldn't be out there. So, um, why don't you start us off with uh, how Davy Warner went when uh, Australia won the toss and elected to bat day one, well, test four? I haven't looked into it, but I know that he made one run. Um, so, I'm looking at it: one run, four balls, strike rate of twenty five. Absolutely fucking useless, and probably a good thing to be honest. Because, like I said, yeah. He cannot cross the wicket. He cannot run for shit. But it just it just fucked the whole oh. top end. Like Marcus Harris, he's gone for five after that. So we're two for. We're like you know we're two for down. It's just horrible yeah, to look then, at. Then you got the and two then, twins um, that come in and they must have done all right. I think one of them got a hundred, didn't he, Labuschagne? So oh, see, you're you're more Labuschagne hundred and four. I'm looking at more, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way. On this day, 15th of Jan, 2021, Lab- Marnus hit a hit 100. I'll, I'll, I'll go with that one. 100, 108. 108. We'll take that. 204 balls. He hit nine fours, no sixes, and, and he had a strike rate of 52.9. He was out there early nine. in the game. You know, he was out there. Pressure. Pressure. That's what I honestly love the game of cricket for that reason. Um, it's one of my passions. Test cricket's boring at the best of times. I know I the love Bird family love it. Your old man, your old man oh. is on the couch every test flogging yeah. his nutsack. He doesn't I know move. where he would have been move. all day today. He would have been watching the test cricket. He wouldn't have missed <laughs> the ball today. The farm's going to shit for uh, the old bird. When the when test the, cricket's the on, test are on. Uh, yeah, not much work gets done around the farm, and yeah, that wasn't good. wasn't mm. good times. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, we need to shut it down there. It's been an absolute yeah, pleasure. You too, again, bird. you too, Mitch. And uh, yeah, look forward to chatting. Let's keep this right. thing going. This has been really good. I think we've improved heavily oh, from episode hey, one. Mate, we're all about, we're always going to improve. The best thing about life, you're always improving. Cheers for the chat. And uh, oh, oh, I look forward to the stats next week, mate. We'll see how we go, eh? 
Always a pleasure, Bird. Cheers, mate. Have a good one. Catch up. See you next week. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We've got to tell the viewers. I'm coming up to oh. Tongala next week. It's wow. a straight day, long weekend. So we're not probably going to run the episode on the Friday night because you and I are going to be together in the same room on Saturday night. We'll so let's it. run this thing Friday after Friday. And then we're going to run a Saturday. We might and then sit, we'll go back yeah, to we'll our Friday. Sitting, I think we'll be sitting in the beer shed in Tongala, having our first, uh, having our first right. chin wag in the beer shed in Tony. Beautiful. Perfect, mate. Look forward right, to cheers, it. Cheers, mate. Catch up. See you then.